Hello, and welcome back to Turn Left at the Wormhole. I'm Andrew. And I am Joshua. I haven't slept in nine days because of my child, but I'm here. We're recording. Life is full again now that we're back. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> we, uh, we apologize to our listeners for our hiatus um, between job changes and children. The last, uh, was it three weeks? I've been, I mean, three months for, for job changes, three so. months from job changes slash children. Yeah. Slash sleep regressing children. Jeez, uh, It's been fun, but we're back. And today we're going to bring you a, a pretty fun episode. I think we're uh part two of the star Trek captain V captain series. Today we're going to do Janeway versus Kirk. Yeah, the two most volatile, I would think, of uh, of the the starship captains. I mean, definitely, I think the two most passionate. I guess you can make a case for Cisco, but I feel like when it comes to starships and the people who care about their ships and their crew more than anyone, I, I don't think anyone can really top either Jane Waite or Kirk when it comes to that. Both have that like uh, crazy uh, flair for the dramatic and the intense, but you know, I. I really, to tell you the truth, I don't know which one I would pick. So we're going to get into that and, uh, you know, maybe put up a poll actually this time and, and yeah. you can vote on that. Well, and, and like you're saying, they're both kind of aggressive. But then again, they're, they don't always have the support of the Federation. True. The True. Kirk is on the far new frontier. Um, came across one article that he is tied for the most first contacts in the Federation history. He met so many more people. Janeway is 75,000 light years away mm-hmm. with one ship trying to get home. And I think anybody, I think you also have to take into account too the people she integrated into the crew, mm-hmm. like with the Maquis that were brought on with Bellana and, and all of that. You know, definitely, I think she would beat out Picard, um, even though Picard was, I think, you know, a little bit more Federation clean. That's why he was on the flagship of of the Federation. But, you know, when it comes down to, uh, you know, what she was able to do, I think given the circumstances, she was the best captain, obviously, for that, because that's how they're going to write the show. But and, um, and even throwing in Kess and Neelix. Mm-hmm. And later, seven of nine, and the Borg children she brings on board. Like, she continues to bring these people in that wouldn't really fit right anywhere in, uh... on a Federation <laughs> ship with another captain. Exactly. And they become wow. integral parts of the crew, and there's give and take, and they learn and grow from each other, and it yeah. just blends. And you think about the Maquis and the Federation. Federation was hunting them to arrest them as criminals. Tuvok was a spy on their ship. Right. Yet she brings them and makes one cohesive crew. Yeah. And I mean, not even that, but even promotes them to be heads of those crews. Yeah. You know? I mean, like really, really phenomenal uh, job and leadership. Yeah. If you're looking at that, I'm pretty sure there's an article on business.com about how to bring it's, it's like a merger type thing. Um, how to, uh, have a merger, successful merger, and it's like by learning about Catherine Janeway. So 
Yeah. <laughs> hey, Star Trek is everywhere. I was watching Jeopardy tonight, and the final question for Final Jeopardy was about the Romulans. Did did you get did she get the question right? Because I saw the she got it right. <laughs> Game because the guy got it wrong. Oh, uh, man. What? <laughs> he had like an $8,000 lead and he lost because he didn't know the uh, answer. Could you imagine how humiliating that's got to be to go back it, to his nerd friends and, and he didn't even know the question yeah. about the Romulans? Come well, on, he said man. the Vulcans. Oh, no. The Vulcans had a, a planet named Remus. I'm like, no, clearly it's Romulus and Remus. Uh, Based on Roman mythology, people, unbelievable, unbelievable. Actually, maybe older than that. Is that a a, uh, rerun or is that like tonight's episode? No, it's tonight's episode. Interesting. Okay, well, I'm at that age in life where I look forward to watching (laughs) Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy every night. I realized that my daughter smiled at Pat Sajak last night. (laughs) (laughs) It was awesome. Yeah. Oh, good grief. Um, But yeah, so you never know how this uh, knowledge is going to pay off. Yeah. one day I hope to be a Jeopardy question. So we'll see. Mm. Um, but anyway, I uh, get into a little bit more of the, uh, the comparison between the two uh, from what I can see uh, on a few different forms here, there is a uh, statement made in Voyager where they're talking to Janeway and saying that, you know, she is uh, besides Kirk. Um, she has made the most contacts, most first contacts in the Federation. Um, so meaning that Kirk has made more. So given that, I think that's a point for Kirk in the fact that he was able to do the most. But keep in mind, at the time that Kirk was a starship captain, the fleet was so much smaller. They could go only so far out. And so literally at that point when Kirk was there, every starship was basically the Voyager because they were so far away from the nearest starship, star base, anything. Um, well, in speed. Exactly. I mean, Voyager could go warp 9.975 and maintain that for hours, whereas what what was the Enterprise's maximum? Yeah, I, was it eight? I think when I was watching the original show, and, and keep in mind this was back when I was in high school, uh, I can't remember it really getting above seven too often. I remember Scotty, you know, doing the whole, I'm giving her all she's got. And even then, I think that was probably like 7.9. So, um, I'm trying to pull up some on memory alpha. Yeah. Um, it, it was kind of, um, an interesting case though, when, when you get into those first contacts as well, because with Kirk, you obviously, I think probably see a little bit more of obviously the time period that it was made, but just how they, uh, they reacted as captains. Um, Kirk is definitely going to react in a little bit more i think a hostile type way and i think that's you know it kind of speaks to maybe the the time frame that it was uh, made even though they tried to make kirk very peaceful in a lot of those um but janeway i think went in with a lot more of that caution uh guarded but you know open to uh to those uh types of encounters anything on memory alpha well, I found something on Wikipedia, I think. <laughs> Memory Alpha has a whole lot of information about everything way, that happened on the ship. Way too much about it. Um, well, Factor 7. Um, 
it looks like warp six is common. They could go to seven. Uh, they never could go past nine. Right. Okay. At least that ship. So. Yeah, and we're not including Obviously. we're not including like movies or books or anything. So if there's anything in there, we're not really taking that into account because yeah. it's either not canon or it was produced by J.J. Abrams and it's fun I mean, to watch but not real. Technically, Voyager has a shuttlecraft that has gone to transwarp, mm-hmm. which then you have to define what is transwarp. Sure, but I mean, Which, like, it's very complicated in Voyager when they have transwarp conduits, right? And they have slipstream drives. <laughs> but even then, I mean, you have all of those ships. I mean, even in DS Nine, there's a ship that can mm-hmm. go back in time. Um, when when Quark and his brother and everything, they, when they went back in time, so there's like obvious ways that the writers can kind of manipulate things. Um, right. on on that, but uh, with that all ships aside and what they can do, which one, because I feel like these are both very similar captains and just their style. Oh, very much so. And, um, and just, if I would get along with them, I feel like they're more, a little bit more, uh, buddy, buddy with their crew, even though they take a lot more risk. So, yeah. yeah. Actually, one of the articles stated that, um, Janeway is the classic affiliative leader. She creates harmony with, her organizations and tries to prevent there from being any rifts in groups. And you can see that through the whole show. Everyone has to work together as a team. Right. And she makes them work through it. Kirk is Kirk is similar, but Kirk is more of a he was the pace setter. Sure. But that same article that that's what they call him is he's exploring things. He's he's winging it. Yeah. He's kind of MacGyvering it. He doesn't have every bit of technology. Whereas Janeway, a lot of times, had more technology than the rest of the Delta Quad. Yeah. and Except for in her engagements with the Borg. But... Yeah. So so for that, then, like, Kirk is definitely more of, like, the gunslinger. He's, you know, it's Wild Wild West with him at all times. Janeway has that personality, but she's definitely more educated than Kirk. You know, Kirk. I think she might be the most educated captain we see for sure in a major show. I mean, she's an astrophysicist. That's her primary thing. That and well, not astrophysics. What is it? Warp theory. I think was her specialty. Um, Something way above what Kirk. Could yeah, do, for sure. Well, and even even Picard, he didn't fix the warp engines. Janeway could. Right. She knew how to do that stuff. She thought things through from an engineer perspective, which is which is where I think she and Kirk would differ. Sure, and Kirk and two uh, wasn't. Yeah, and and two, I think you have to take into account the first officer that you have mm-hmm. with those people. So with Kirk, definitely he has, in my opinion, probably a stronger first officer, but with Spock being the first officer, how much did that mask? Uh, Kirk's deficiencies in, you know, the uh, just the intelligence uh, sphere yeah. of things. So, um, where, whereas Janeway definitely could just stand on her own and be fine. Yeah, and I think Spock was more of that intelligence that did that and allowed Kirk to do have a bit more hands on in the operations of the ship. Sure. Whereas Chakotay, he ran the ship. Yeah, like that we. Like, his day-to-day was duty rosters and everything. So, 
very it's it's well it's a good point to bring up their first officers are very different to help balance each other out right because Um, i think what you see whenever you have a first officer um the first the first officer on star trek shows they always tend to um kind of mask the um the the weak spots of the captain mm -hmm. that's in charge um so you know, DS9 is kind of a little bit weird because it's it's not a traditional ship. But if you look at, you know, Picard, who is much more of the straight-laced, uh, you know, good boy of the Federation. And then you have Riker, who's definitely a little bit more wild and out there and goofy and brash. But then with, um, you know, you, you have obviously the, the, I think, the differing sides with Janeway and Kirk, but... With that, I think if it comes right down to it, you basically just have to decide who do you like better. Because with this one, I don't think there is enough on either side to really push you into that one. Because I think Janeway has some weaknesses in um, oh, yeah. in, in in her leadership style. Um, you know, sometimes well, she's and, a little inconsistent when it comes yeah. to being by the book or being ultra aggressive in the tactics. So you have to kind of you you never know Which, what you're going to get yeah. with her. And that's one of the biggest criticisms of her is she made some very, what most people would say, bad decisions. Right. How she deals with species 8472. Mm-hmm. How the end of the show, I'm not going to say it because I don't, I don't think you've quite made it to the end of Voyager. No, not yet. Like how the show ends. Um, I, I, All I'll say is she breaks some laws yeah um and people don't like that i personally enjoyed the ending i thought it was a good way to you know finish it their home it's done um obviously they've never gone further into the future in the tv Uh, i'm curious if we'll see that future Mm -hmm. with the new picard series yeah because the only thing we've ever seen of janeway post voyager tv show is in Star Trek Nemesis. Right. She is an admiral in Starfleet. So we know she's still with Starfleet and she's been promoted to a pretty high level within Starfleet when she gets back. So So that's all we Yeah, know. this one this one to me, um I think we have to probably yeah. just choose because I feel like these are with these captains specifically, it they're a little too similar um mm-hmm. to uh to for it to you know, really make a difference. Um, so with that being said, you have to put together a crew using one of these two captains as the focal point to build it around. Who do you choose? See, I, I'm really, really torn. Because a lot of people think Kirk is the best captain. I mean, it really depends on what show they started with, if that's what they'll right. say. But for me, Voyager was the show I, I I, still probably know the most about. It's the one I really, I mean, I started with Next Generation, but Voyager is the one I started to follow. Yeah. And watched it as it aired in, was it 2000 and 2001? Yeah. I watched most of the last two seasons, I think. Um, so I, I'm not trying to hem and haw here, but it's it, it is a tough decision. Um, I think I'd probably have to go with Janeway though. Hmm. Um, 
but but again, if I had to get stuck, not had to get stuck, but you know what I mean. If it had Kirk, I wouldn't be disappointed either. Yeah. But for me, I think the what what I've seen of Janeway, I think I go with her. Yeah, and I think that there are aspects of both that would really drive me nuts if I had to serve on their yeah. ship. Um, but you know, and, and I think you're right. It's really which show you like more. I grew up watching the original series mm-hmm. with my dad. So I would go Kirk here because I know more of Kirk. I've seen Kirk a lot more. And I think it kind of um, just with Kirk, I think, you know, he kind of is unfortunately at a disadvantage because of the time that his character was made. (laughs) He is much Mm -hmm. more of a womanizer than any other starship captain ever. And that's because the show was made in the sixties. Of course he's going to be. So, um, but all that aside, um I, I think i would probably pick kirk just because kirk, yeah. he is um even though he he does not follow the book almost ever he mm-hmm. he somehow makes the right decision um mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure kirk does not even know what the prime directive is um if he had to take a test on that i know that he would not pass um but that being said, <laughs> yeah he would cheat um but that being said i i think i would go kirk so okay. uh if you're at home and you think that both of us are wrong somehow, just uh, go to our Twitter poll. We're going to yeah. have it up this time along with the Twitter poll from last week and let us know what you think there. Yeah. And really, um, especially with this one, this one's a really tough one for sure. I did. I didn't really want to see them go against each other because I thought it would be, they're so similar in a lot of ways. So let us know what you think. Maybe we'll have a loser's bracket. We might. Yeah. We could do that in March. Yeah, for sure. So, but we'll be back after a word from somebody. It's never going to be Funyuns, man. Brought to you by Scotty's Diaper Rash Cream for when your child is giving her all she's got. Yay! You know, the more and more I think about it, I think we are looking for a sponsor in the wrong place. Funyuns has been, if, if anything, just unresponsive. So, yeah. Um, really also, has. also, if you have any suggestions of who would like to sponsor this, you can even sponsor it personally. Um, we will give you a shout out. Just let us know. And, uh, you know, we'll say you're a sponsor and that you yeah. funded this show. Oh, yeah. All we require is food or lodging. Or payment on our mortgage, and we will be one of those six shirts you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, there is. uh, What we're going to get into now, let's just set that up first. Um, We've been talking a little bit about the captains who have been, uh, let's say, at the forefront of space exploration. And along with that, um, Andrew and I don't just love sci fi, we love actual sci. Um, So, with that, there's Voyager. Um, the two Voyager spacecraft that were sent out back in the 70s and 80s to um, to really see our solar system, but then go beyond it. And recently in the news, uh, Voyager 2 has kind of broken through and is now in interstellar space looking, uh, along with Voyager 1, who, who made it, I think, in 2013. Uh, they're, they're on their way to uh, distant... Uh, stars now just basically seeing what's out there 
Um, if you don't know anything about Voyager, I would highly suggest looking up a documentary on Netflix about it. Um, what it does or what Voyager was set to do is really just pretty much take pictures, measure the distant planets, and also just gather uh, all the data around those. But with that, they put a golden record uh, of information from Earth, um, just a lot of different things on there, and um, sent that out basically to the universe if anything is out there hello, here's Earth, come and attack us for our natural resources. And then also <laughs> be friends with us if you want to. Um, but on Voyager, uh, it's just a lot of really cool stuff. You know, I don't think it will ever be seen because it's right now on its way to the nearest star and it's going to arrive there in 40,000 years. <laughs> so it's, yeah. it's got a ways to go before maybe anything even takes a look at it. Uh, but that's what Andrew and I are talking about is mm -hmm. the super cool shirts you can buy on uh, from NASA that support uh, the void. I guess um, along with that, there's a bunch of uh, posters you can download for free and they look super cool. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, definitely check out that documentary and buy the gear. If you want to be considered a really cool person, because I'm going to do that. Yeah. And I'll see if Jess lets me. For Christmas. Well, for sure. So for that, then what are you, uh, is there anything like from Christmas that you want to get this year that Elizabeth isn't going to let you? Um, oh, dude, I don't even remember. Um, don't remember. It's not even coming yet. I have a Quarks mug. I'm hoping Jess gets me, but I don't think she's going to. It's either that or like the Ractagino mug. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, I would be down for one of those uh, Bear Beats Battlestar Galactica mugs referring to okay. the office because then, you right. know, it's the office because I have interests other than sci-fi. Yeah. Plus, well, it's Battlestar true. Galactica. So, yeah. I mean, you know. So yeah. someday that would be on my list. Um, we really don't talk about Battlestar Galactica enough on this show. We got we to gotta bring that up more. Well, Especially some... since we say it's, you know, one of the best yeah. ever made. Well, and eventually, well, you haven't finished it yet. I have three episodes. I don't finish wanna... it, dude. You know Just that after, and I can't, I can't say this, but after the big reveal of like the final five. Uh -huh. It's just like, what is going on? I can't yes. deal with this anymore. You have because to get to the end. It's my like, life is crumbling around me. Everything that I thought I knew before is just gone. It gets weirder. You have to finish it. <laughs> like it's literally like, the last it, scene, you're like, watching it, and you're like, you, seriously. You get, it, but like seriously? the last five, five episodes, it feels like the third season of Lost, where you're just like, wait, what? What happened? You but know, you like, have to push through to the I end know. to see where it's going i know and then it kind of all makes sense you're like oh weird yeah it's interesting though um but yeah and that's the thing like we're gonna talk about battlestar i mean obviously we're gonna have this cylons versus borg one of the biggest debates you can oh, yeah. have that's that's, that's gonna happen big versus yeah best alien race or best dominant alien race um and, and be i've been thinking about that you, you gotta give them you're going to have to come up with the rules, how long they've been around <laughs> and all that. Yeah. Cause the Cylons are only like 40 years old. The Borg yeah. are millennia old. So, right, but you would think for a millennia old, they, they would have made some more advances in technology. I mean, the Borg. Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, they definitely did, but do you know how many Borg there are? 
Yeah, I mean, but, but even <laughs> at, then, at like... one point in in Voyager, they come to a place that's got like I want to say twenty trillion Borg, hmm. and that's hmm. just one installation. <laughs> yeah, but they don't well, make like... their own stuff; they take stuff. Right. Yeah, and I mean, but this is an argument for another day. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We got to get this. We already, we already like twenty. Minutes I was just saying Battlestar now. Galactic on that mug. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, other yeah, than other... that, no, I'm getting old. I don't know what I want for Christmas. Yeah, and I mean, now that I have a child too, it's like, well, what's the point? Well, Dude, I got this has... sick stuffed animal. <laughs> I am looking forward to uh, to the gift you you got, Mackenzie. I can't wait to see her her Star Trek blanket that is yeah. uh, handcrafted as well yeah yeah no it really puts the pressure on i gotta get you or your family something <laughs> you don't I don't have to get stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, we should eventually get is one of those uh the the tickets to actually go up into space mm-hmm. um that that spacex is going to sell one day yeah. that's that's the goal. That's the dream. For being real, something I'd want for Christmas would be my wife's permission to go to like Comic Con in Toronto next year. Sure, <laughs> understandable. Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to get um, Jess to actually take me to to like a um, one of the larger planetariums in the area, or also just go down to uh, Kennedy Space Center. That's mm-hmm. kind of like near where I used to live. So mm-hmm. I would like to go back down there and just take a really cool day and, and see all the stuff and kind of yeah. where we've come from from and in space exploration mm-hmm. you know maybe see where we're gonna go one day maybe the space force is the answer well if star trek well i mean we know star trek's not real because we would have just come out of world war three <laughs> um, depends depends yeah. on if you believe in the multiverse theory that's yeah. really what it depends on but is that from cochran should be he's he's born or will be born soon so, fingers crossed. <laughs> anyway, uh, so for this episode, we hope you enjoyed it. We're glad to kind of be back. Hopefully, we're going to be posting actually, like, consistently. Yes. I don't, probably not, if we're being really honest. I, I, think, I think we have a better plan now. Um, we've, uh, yeah. we've like the board, we have adapted. And, and talk about sci-fi. That's the goal. Yes. <laughs> we've adapted to our new situations and... I think we're what what do we say we're gonna to try to post every two weeks now? Yeah. Something a little bit Jess, more feasible for it. Every time I tell Jess she's been assimilated though, she just smacks me and walks away, so mm. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Um so uh go over though and to yeah. the Twitter poll and vote on those, vote on your favorite captain and uh if we'll you give us some good that. five star reviews, we'll we'll give you a shout out. Yeah, do we have a five star review? I oh, think there I think one. there was one. I'm pretty sure there was from somebody I didn't know. Yeah, it's probably someone I know. Um, I can't remember. I mean, if it says Josh's mom, no. there's a good chance that it's my mom. Uh, let's see. It is from Riggs76. Oh-ho! He said, Jason, if I could I give this 10 there. stars, I would. Yes, Definitely would. the most intellectual podcast I've ever had the privilege of blessing my ears with. Definitely Looking forward true. to Moore's episode. Please, more episodes for your fans. Well, Jason, we will do that just for you and you alone. And anyone else who leaves us a five-star review as well as a comment on there, uh, yep. we'll give you a shout-out on next week's podcast. So and if we around. don't see it in time, shoot us a tweet. Or yeah. whatever you do, a tweeter. Or, or 
text if you know us or yeah. email or you know link, do we give our email address out linkedin uh i don't know no nah, i don't i don't want to do that i'm gonna get a bunch of spam <laughs> spam from funyuns <laughs> we're putting little funyuns on the spam yeah <laughs> okay so until next week have a great week everyone this was turn left at the wormhole with <laughs> <Long> and prosper <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>